Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one's awesome. It's with Fletcher Sheridan, or Fletch, from Ragel's Barbecue. He'll be heading up Ragel's in Katy, which is set to open on Saturday, February 5th. This one's so fun. I knew Fletch because I'd heard a lot of people talking about him at Ragel's, and I knew him on social media, but I didn't really know the person. And these interviews and these chats are all about learning about the people and getting a chance to know them, so that way when you do meet them, at a festival or at the restaurant or wherever, you know them a little bit more. And, and this path is really intriguing. I won't get into too much detail, but a big portion of it involves Nebraska. He did end up working at a barbecue joint in Nebraska, but that wasn't his, it wasn't his path at that point in his life. He ended up, and he'll explain how he got to Houston and worked for Truth Barbecue for a spell. And shortly thereafter, he started working at Regal's. It was a, just a perfect fit for him and it gave him a chance to really explore things creatively. And he goes into depth about his relationship with them and with that restaurant and how excited he is to be heading up the Katy location and what everything that you can look forward to seeing. Of course, things will change as they progress throughout the year, but this will give you a chance to kind of see where they're going, where they're headed, and how he's going to be interacting with the employees and uplifting them. And he has a special way about him. And I think that really comes across in this interview. And I think you're really going to like who Fletch is and really be interested in chatting with him when you do see him. I can't thank Fletch enough for taking the time. Congratulations on the new gig at Katie, and congratulations to Russell and Misty for this second location. It's really exciting. And I'm going to put a link below. I did a tour. Misty gave an entire tour of the restaurant, the front of the house as well as back of the house, and I think you'll find that really interesting. And I'll put links to both my interviews with Russell and Misty. Russell's was a few years back. If you're digging these, please subscribe. That way you don't miss out. I have interviews with tons of pitmasters, writers, photographers, you name it within the barbecue world, pit builders. I've got a lot of great conversations with a lot of amazing humans. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. But at the end, stay safe and be sure to visit your local barbecue joint. Good, e- good evening. You go by Fletcher or go by Fletcher? Uh, I go by Fletch. My real name is Fletcher, but okay. Fletch is what people call me. So. And have you seen Fletch? I have, yeah, Chevy Chase. Do you like yeah. Fletch? Do you like I, the movie? I did, yeah, I did. And I, liked, I liked him. Uh, Spies Like Us was one of my favorite movies. So, so good. Yeah, that was so good. Got me into him. I, I often I often use that like doctor doctor doctor. Yeah. Doctor. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, no, people, well. I don't think everyone I don't think everyone gets that reference. No, no. I've got uh, an interesting age gap in parents, so I got a little of both of their generations. My dad was 13 years older than my mom. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Uh, so I grew up in Georgetown, technically, um, but I was born in Florida. We moved to Georgetown when I was like two or three. Moved okay. up to the DC area and oh. then to Boston and then back to Georgetown when I was in fourth grade, I think. What is um, your, were one, was one of your parents like a professor or something? Or what? No, my dad worked for the same company. It's Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. So they're educational publishing, okay. um, but he's always worked for the same company for the past like 35 years and just moved wow. around to different locations for them. And then, you know, oh. as of recently, it's been a lot of remote work, but. Uh, so he still works for them now. Yeah, he's still working. Good I mean, for right him. Now, That's amazing to do for that long. Good. I mean, he's he's got himself into a position that, you know, everyone would want to be. He said, you know, my job is easier than it's ever been, and I'm getting paid more than I ever have. So he's, <laughs> he's got I, kudos to him. That's killer. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Was he going to different places to help set stuff up or something? Or? No, I think he was. He's just been doing sales the entire time and moved from location to location, and now he works from home and his oh. only. I mean, his biggest account 
is actually Dubai now. So he goes there wow. three or four times a year. That's and, wild. Yeah, that's kind of it for travel now. I mean, he's he's definitely getting tired of the the long flights, but I mean, it's it's, it's, a it's good yeah, interesting life. So, do you recall those moves and what were those moves like? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I don't know about the the earlier ones, but I mean, being in Texas at a young age, uh, we actually ended up moving back to the same neighborhood the second time around. <laughs> wow! But I uh, like yeah, the neighborhood. In uh, up in the Northeast, you know, we've got a lot of. All, both of my parents were born and raised in New York, so when we were living up in that area, we would visit, you know, out Long Island in the city. Um, you know, hang out with the two cousins that I have. That's my entire family. Um, yeah, mine's like like everyone seems like everyone has like this enormous family. Like mine's yeah, like, well, yeah, a little fiance, bit bigger, but not a whole lot bigger. My fiance's got a hundred plus you know, on her side. So <laughs> well, there you go. You're marrying into the good. Hey, congratulations on the engagement. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's she's the best. We've been together, you know, for a while now. It's, and it seems like 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 not the social media tells you anything, but it seems like you guys are happy. And it seems like oh, yeah. that's a great thing to have in life. That's yeah. important. Marriage was not on my mind at all when I met her. It was never a part of my life plan, but like wow, I've had many girlfriends in my time, but she's uh she's definitely the one that I've seen forever. So nice. That's I'm happy for you. So cool. That's a good thing. So, but, but so when you were up, up north, did you guys, oh, yeah. hey, we were back to, back to New York. Were you? Yeah. So, I mean, the food culture up there is obviously rich, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's seafood, the steakhouse scene, bagels, pizza. So, but, I mean, yeah, really nuts. Like ridiculous. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. People don't get it. I mean, yeah. in Texas, we have great food, but it's, it's not quite as concentrated as it, as it is up there. Or as available at weird hours, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, just being exposed to all those cities up there at a young age, like, and my parents both being into food, we always got to go to good restaurants and, you know, make things at home, whether we were raking clams out in the bay and oh, that's cool. steaming them up. Um, but food has always been a part of those journeys. You know, when we were up there, it was a lot of Italian food. Uh, but coming back to Texas, uh, I was sad. I mean, I was young, but I, I, I was conscious. I still remember the feelings of, you know, being in the, the backwards facing seat of my dad's station wagon, um, yes. leaving Massachusetts, but, but oh, that's uh, a, vis a very visceral yeah, memory. I remember the going away party and, and me sitting in the back seat looking out the uh, back at it. So from a movie. Yeah, yeah. But uh no, I mean I loved I loved it up there, you know, specifically the weather. When we came down to Texas, you know, I was young, but immediately had a, a hatred for the heat. <laughs> um, and I was always in sports as well. So, you know, being yeah, out 110 degrees was not fun. But, no, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a part of my life for a long time but uh but yeah so then you went to high school then in texas yeah yeah i mean i was in elementary middle and high school okay. in, in georgetown you know after that moved to nebraska um oh. i was a tennis player growing up lived pretty close to the courts my brother's so was I. oh yeah we're like the only two probably that <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i mean probably the only two people that are in the the barbecue yes. scene <laughs> so oh, that would have would admit maybe <laughs> i don't throw that out there like two freely but no. it seems but it's like it's a it's an awesome sport like it really is even it's even i like watching it i don't watch it as much as i used to but mm -hmm. when you're it gets you you exert a lot of energy it's really it's yeah it's it clears your head in a way i didn't really appreciate mm -hmm. until i stopped playing um, 
the the focus involved and more than anything in tennis you learn how to lose yes because you lose you know four or five times in one single game you yes know? and you got to get back within you know 15 or 20 seconds and your head straight up. yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah cool yeah you, ha- you have to be yeah went uh went up to nebraska on a tennis scholarship played oh, cool. at university of nebraska Kearney. it's a division two school one of Fairly small town, probably 28,000 people when okay. students are there. I loved it up there, man. Uh, not much of a food scene in Nebraska, but what we did have, uh, we loved, you know, whether it was the local Mexican spot or, you know, a pizza place. There wasn't a huge variety, but the people that were doing it up there were doing it well. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I definitely cooked a lot up there because of that. Not a lot of options, yeah. but... You know, did you was one of the places on your on your list a barbecue place in nebraska yeah it is yeah okay. is so, that where we're, that's where we're getting right okay I yeah so uh i wanted uh, to at least pretend like i knew what i was talking about <laughs> well, you could, you've done your research <laughs> I uh, such that the, <laughs> i've linked to your instagram that's the research but yeah so i uh you know just for beer money when i was up there i worked for a a local barbecue he was also in the tennis community the guy who owned it huh and, he, you know, it was called Luke and Jake's Barbecue at the time. I think it was there for 19 years when I started there. Oh, wow. But uh, not much as far as the meats go. It was a lot of baked, loaded baked potatoes, you know, drenched in sauce. <laughs> um, we were cooking on a Southern Pride rotisserie pit with hickory. Gotcha. But I mean, uh, in my time up there, you know, while I was in school, I wasn't thinking at all that this is something that I could possibly do with my life. I was getting a degree in computer science um oh and yeah like geographic information systems it's the mapping side of you know data Just um, and super intriguing and very important <laughs> vital like, oh yeah we it's in everything yeah. yeah you don't really see it places but it's it's in all of our hands as well mm-hmm. but yeah so i was working there for beer money on the tennis team involved in academics as well. I was in student research, uh, traveling quite a bit for tennis as well. So every city we, city we went to, I was in coaches year saying, hey, let's go to this restaurant. Like, what's our budget tonight? Like, can we afford, you know, $18 a plate? Like, so we, you know, we, that was my escape from, from ah. the, you know, the slow life of Nebraska. And the slow life is actually, you know, something I have learned to really appreciate mm-hmm. since being in Houston specifically. Houston is something else, man. I mean, it's it's energy, it's noise, it's concrete everywhere you look. Um, so I, I definitely think fondly of those days in Nebraska. I did a lot of things that I would have never done if I ended up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a place as well, before going there, I'd never been. Um, so it was a totally yeah, and I've never that's one state I've never been either and it's yeah somewhere I've wanted to and there's something to be said about quiet and about stillness and if you just sit back and listen wherever you are I'm not in I'm in LA but I'm in a suburb but there's always noise there's always something like even outside there's some something that's just like there's it's never eerily quiet or spew yes the spew of humanity is what I call it Um, that's, that's for that's true Yes, there's like a like a like a metal grinding like lightly lightly in the distance. Yeah, definitely. You know, I I can hear it through the walls of my house right now. It's ringing in the back of my skull. Um, Yeah, I've always got you know music playing the little piece. How did you then? What are the pieces? How did you end up in Houston? How did this? So I graduated in 2016 with my degree. I took a job in Nashville. Oh. It was a contract working for Google Fiber, mapping electrical distribution through the city. 
because they wanted at the time it was a huge deal they wanted to put in fiber wire all over the city you know specifically for the music industry out there and uh they had a dispute with at&t it got nixed half of the class i trained with got fired the other half of us got you know options either you go to california you go to wisconsin you go to new hampshire you go to el paso so i picked new hampshire another place i'd never been um, a new experience uh working in a similar job but i was out in the field this time rather than working on the city streets um so i was up there i was all over the state same thing it was a contract that contract ended probably six months into that and from that point, I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, I, I'm all for adventure, but just because of the isolation of the work um, and you're not really seeing the fruit of your labor and you're dealing with angry property owners saying, what the hell are you doing on my land? So are you negotiating? No, like I, up there, we were just uh, mapping surveying. electrical distribution. Yes, basically surveying and saying, you know, if this transformer explodes, how can we get you power in the winter? you know, quicker. So it was a great thing for property owners, but nobody understands that when you just walk up to their front door. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're a solicitor. Yeah. So a little bit thankless up there, but I mean, the people I met, the experiences I had up there were amazing. Uh, New Hampshire is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Uh, winter. So yeah, were you were you there during the fall? I was there like late summer and fall. Yeah. And then nice. into early winter and Glad I got out because I would, you know, be working. It's rough, yes. Black and be home <laughs> when it's pitch black. But uh, but that was a, I mean, a fantastic experience. I had a couple friends from college that lived in the, you know, the metro northeast area, so we'd meet up in Boston. Oh, that's go to nice restaurants and enjoy it. Great restaurants too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I, I still had, I had met my fiance now uh when i was a junior in college so we were still together when i was oh. doing these couple treks and then after that job i uh, just felt like going home i'd left texas in 2012 and really never looked back didn't keep a lot of connections with high school friends you know was only back for the the big holidays and it was a long 13 and a half hour drive um for me but uh yeah, I just I just had that itch to go home. You know, I was a, a big kid for the first time and was pretty unsure of what I wanted to do. So I figured go home, figure it out. Um, so I started a job with the state TCEQ. It's the state level EPA here. Um, okay. Just working in water quality with a bunch of young, smart, you know, recent graduates, uh, masters, PhDs, working in, like I said, water quality. But it it, it was just. Uh, seemed like wasted energy you know it was the it was the huh. grind of well let's get to friday and enjoy the weekend you know whose birthday is it this week because we gotta <laughs> have something to relieve this you know yeah, I've, done, I've done a little bit of like corporate stuff like yeah even though it's not super corporate it's like still it's that regimen it's just that same yeah and then, and then monday meetings and then it's like you get to feeling yeah <laughs> yes. so that that didn't last long as well and as i was going to put in my two weeks uh my superior was like, oh, I was actually just about to offer you a promotion. I was like, I, you know, I, I thank you. That means I've, you know, been good for you, but it's not yeah, been yeah. good for me. So at the time I was like, I'd rather be with Floor, my fiance or my girlfriend at the time. I'd rather be with her and not know what I'm doing with my life than be here, you know, not knowing yeah. what I'm doing with my life. That's so nice I'm to be honest with yourself. That's not easy always. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I was 
lucky enough to have family that paid for my college and you know some scholarships so I didn't have that you know constant pressure burden, yeah. from yeah from loans and you know how am I going to do this I always had that figured out which I'm really grateful for and so I moved back up to Nebraska for her senior year started you know I didn't even have to ask really but Ty the guy who owned the barbecue just said yeah come on back you know we got ours for you right away um, not super exciting work, but, you know, working there, uh, sitting on, you know, five gallon buckets, scooping baked potatoes. I was, you know, I had a lot of time to think about, man, like I was thinking with more of a adult brain this time around rather than, Hey, when am I getting off? I got a, you know, somewhere to be. I want to have fun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Instant, <laughs> so, instant gratification. And yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting around thinking like, if this was my business, you know, what would I do? How would I make this better? And that's kind of what got the gears turning huh. for me as far as food. Cause I love cooking. I love, I've always loved serving people. I would cook, you know, family dinners for my family when I was in middle school, you know, and even younger than that, I think, and did the same, whether it was in the fraternity house or living with, you know, tennis roommates in college, I was always dad. I was always cooking for people. And, and that's, that's, I mean, that's There's something special about that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the feeling of providing for people mm -hmm. is really nice. Especially yeah. when they're appreciative of it and it's something that they themselves probably couldn't do themselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. And, and in, in college, it was unique. Uh, all the guys on the tennis team are all foreigners. I was one of four Americans on the team. Huh. So we would, you know, I would ask them all about the foods that they would eat at home and try to do versions of that or have them cook for me. That's so great. Um, it was, it was the best. I mean, they're, and they're still some of my best friends. Uh, well, that's cool. They can get from Egypt, Australia, Indonesia kind of all over but yeah so I worked at Luke and Jake's barbecue when I moved back up there got a job you know got the the food wheels turning I was like well if I'm gonna you know figure out my life I need to find something that I actually enjoy doing because it wasn't going to be sitting at a desk and it wasn't going to be out alone in a field I knew those two things and so I I got a job at the best the closest thing to fine dining you could find in the the town that I went to school it was at a, a holiday inn um but it was good food. Uh, I learned, you know, a lot about knife skills, uh, prep, you know, the pace of working in a kitchen. And I was also a high school tennis coach at the time. So a lot of my days up there at that time were, you know, five to one thirty at the restaurant, uh, three to five, you know, outside of town teaching high school tennis and then six to six to nine and closing up the barbecue. So it was, a uh, a lot of long days but yeah. a lot of time as well for me up there to really think and uh you know figure out where floor my girlfriend wanted to go next she was uh born not born in nebraska but raised there her entire life in an even smaller town than the one we went to school in and you know she had always wanted to venture out you know do the kind of moving around thing and yeah so i was like all right where, wherever your degree takes you let's do it and the teaching program up there has this direct funnel to a leaf down here in houston uh, i don't know if you know anything about a leaf independent sounds school. familiar but i don't know if i yeah i mean uh, i know that's like where beyonce went to school a bunch of big houston uh stars have come out of that maybe, maybe that's maybe that perhaps that's why yeah but, but <laughs> not, because I'm like, not because i'm a huge beyonce fan just because yeah, I think <laughs> yeah and that's there's uh, some reason why I'm yeah, the Blood Bros guys, they always rep the, the A-Leaf. Maybe that's well, it. That's where they're from. Okay. Um, but yeah, not, not known as like the best school district. You know, you have some tough kids, but 
they actually paid student teachers to come down and teach. And then your starting pay in A-Leaf, I think might be the best in public school in the whole country. Um, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she did that. She's still doing that. She actually just moved to Harmony in the past couple of weeks. It's a charter school closer to home, which is oh, nice. But that was the reason that pulled you to- Oh yeah, yeah. So we were, no, we were, we were coming down here. I was, you know, committed to learning more about barbecue. I had bought in a Traeger when I was up in Nebraska. Oh, you know, doing all three of those jobs, I would always, you know, smoke pork butts, give them out to, you know, drunk college kids walking around town, because we literally lived right on that main road where kids would walk to parties. Um, so there was a couple times where I was just, I mean, I cooked way too much food and wasn't going to charge people for it. So I just handed out. But were you seeing on TV or reading about this oh, barbecue, yeah. this different Yeah, barbecue? so I caught wind of the thing that was happening in Texas when I left, because I left in 2012, and like I said, didn't look back. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, when I was in Nebraska, I fondly missed, you know, Tex-Mex, barbecue, um, Southern hospitality. And just like, uh, I mean, in Nebraska, you, you feel attached to your community, but that's more around the Huskers, Husker football, um, that's how it was. But Texas had some really special things about it that nowhere I'd been, you know, held as a part of their daily beliefs. Um, so yeah, when, when we came down here, I was, I was pretty dead set on going to learn from the best down here. Um, didn't know where I would go after here, didn't know if I would stay here forever, but I just wanted to learn, you know, cause I'd, I'd seen the stuff that was happening on the internet and yeah. And obviously what Aaron Franklin started in Austin and what exploded after that. Um, but so I came down here, we moved into a little apartment near her school district, didn't have a job, looked around for probably a month. I think Regal's was the first spot I applied to because it was just down the street from us at that time. I applied there, Fegis, the pit room, uh, <laughs> like Love Rose. And then someone told me who'd been down here teaching for a couple of years. He was like, dude, have you been to Truth Barbecue? And I was like, no, like, what is it? He was like, well, it was a little shack in Brenham, which is a town north of here. Yeah. You know, because when you move to a place, you don't know anything about the surrounding areas. No. So that was news to me. And he said, yeah, they're opening a new location in the Heights and you should go check it out. And so I went in there, talked to Corey. He offered me a job, you know, after that conversation and, from that point on, started trimming briskets in the walk-in for eight or nine, 10 hours a day, you know, all bundled up, beanie. Uh, so had, had they just opened? Yeah, so I had joined, I think, two weeks after their official opening. So I think their original pit crew was eight guys, and then I joined them because there was, you know, even more help needed. They were yeah. putting out a ton of volume, you know, right off the bat. So I started trimming in the walk-in with a, a buddy. Well, not a buddy. Now he's a buddy, but uh, another guy who had just started there um, named Ulysses. And we would trim. And then, you know, one or two guys would drop out of the pit room. They needed guys to manage fires. And uh, at the time, Joe Yim was also there. And oh, really? He, yeah, he was, uh, he was not in any type of leadership or um, ownership or any type of uh, position over there. But that's who he is. He's a teacher. Um, he takes people under their wing. He empowers you with knowledge. Um, that's really good to hear because I don't know if everyone, they, they see him on the internet, they see his YouTube stuff, but I don't know if they know and they know about Lori Lewis, but I don't, they probably don't know enough about it. Because that's, that's, that's cool to hear. I was just yeah. like writing him like four or five days ago. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Joe is the best. Like really like the guy who taught me the most about barbecue as soon as I moved down here. Um, so he kind of took me under his wing over at that spot. There were a couple shifts with management over there. He took over as the pit room manager, um, you know, and we were cooking, you know, on five pits over there at the time and putting out a ton of meat. Um, that was a lot, but he, you know, he left, he was on his voyage back to Chicago, you know, via Leroy and Lewis. (laughs) So I think he, he stopped there for a bit, but, um, but they knew where he was going. I think yeah yeah he's he's always wanted to go back to chicago and and that's where he's at now yeah. doing this you know he's he's teaching and you know barbecues still a part of his life but yeah. not not doing it professionally right now um he's still putting out some good videos though uh, i don't know yeah. if you've seen any of his oh yeah yeah, yeah. definitely but but yeah so i uh, worked on the pits there started making sausage there did everything i mean i was on the morning shift the afternoon shift the overnight rib cook you know, you name it. Um, and then when Joe left there, there was a little bit of a, you know, a, a vacuum. There was no one to take those reins. And I, I mean, I'd only been there for seven months, eight months at the time, but I mean, it was a vast amount of knowledge that gets thrown at you. And, and Just really you, you only learn it by doing it every single day. And I felt good enough to, you know, go up to Leonard and say, Hey, you know, there's these, these things that aren't getting done management wise there. Can I do it? You know, and he let me. And I mean, I, I did that for probably another four months. I think I stayed at Truth for a year and then started hearing, you know, news of this virus that was popping out of, out in China. And, you know, at the time I was hacking up black shit from both my nose and my lungs. And I didn't even tell, didn't even tell my fiance about it. I mean, I was just like, you know, dealing with it. I thought it was a part of the job. And, you know, it was a combination of that and just needing to move on from there. And so I quit. I quit a very safe job. Um, I think I was the only salaried person in that pit room. Um, And so I sat on my ass for a little bit, you know, kind of happily. You know, I had a little bit of money saved. I was observing, you know, what was going on in the world at the time. And also getting checked out by, you know, a pulmonologist to make sure my I didn't have lung cancer or something. I, yeah. I had no idea what was going on. And uh, I mean, the prognosis was that it was just environmental exposure, you know, just get out of there, basically, you know, just gave me a you know, steroid inhaler, I think, and it cleared up within probably a month or so. Mm-hmm. But in that time, I was happily sitting there making, you know, margaritas at 10am grilling on the back patio of our little apartment just to right. you know, keep my mind occupied. As you watch uh, like the world on the news crumbling around. (laughs) Yeah. I was walking on the, you know, the rat track around my apartment complex every single day. Um, (laughs) And it was cool for like two or three weeks, but I need to be, I really need to be doing something. Uh, So I got back out on the job hunt and, you know, was a little worried because I had just left truth and I didn't, you know, I, I don't think I burned any bridges, but I just, uh, I just, you know, let a good opportunity go for somebody else. Um, and so I went, you know, into a couple of places around, no one gets back to me and then saw a job posting at, at Regal's on Instagram. I sent them my resume, you know, via email, Russell called me, I think that night or the next day and offered me the job over the phone, told me to come in, you know, 5am Monday. 
And he showed me the ropes Monday morning and Tuesday I went in and opened by myself. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's been like that since. Um, I did, I, for some reason, I didn't, I thought it, you had worked there prior to the pandemic, but that's interesting. So no, I started there June of 2020. Yeah. 2020. Okay. June 2nd, I think. Um, and it's, is it 2023 or 24? I forget what year it is. It's like 26. Year it is? 26. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't, okay. I don't but yeah, it's okay. So yeah. So you okay, June of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So I started with them, uh, you know, cooking, working on the front line, doing some register, cutting on the block, kind of everything, you know, whereas at Truth, it was a more singular task. Keep your temp steady and make these briskets as close to perfect as we can. Yeah. Um, and at Regals, it was a nice balance of everything. And I really, like I said, I really enjoy service. So I, I like seeing the reactions of customers. That's huge. I like hearing the thank yous because at Truth, you know, you're behind glass walls you don't get any of that i mean people are holding their phones up and video recording you but can't hear anybody you yeah, know yeah. you don't get that uh elation that some people feel and if you're in the back trimming for eight hours you're, yeah. not gonna, you're yeah. probably not gonna hear the end result oh, yeah, like just, you're sweating your ass off yeah um, exactly yeah, in a sweat lodge but uh, yeah. but then what so then but you had had any experience working at, at Bewley's, but i guess you did southern yeah. pride sort of yeah, it's I mean, the, the, the Buleys that Russell used and the way that they cooked, I mean, the methods that I learned at Truth, like you can apply to any pit. Um, and I really do think some of the stuff they're doing over there is the best you can possibly do with some meats. And so, you know, I took a little bit of those principles over there with me, but really Russell's figured out his business. Um, he's been doing it a long time. Um, he knows his product. He's not, you know, overly analytical about anything, you know, as some of these new barbecues are, you know, taking yeah. notes for every single hour of the cook, um, which, you know, there's a lot to be said about doing that. But I don't know, there was a lot less pressure um, at Regals, and it really allowed me to, you know, let my creative mind go and do stuff for him. I had the time, I had the energy, um, you know, we're cooking on a Buley where there's a, a temp gauge basically that will you know shut off airflow if you're too hot or let it in if it's too cold um it really takes that that constant uh oh shit i gotta go check i just threw this massive log on pit one and i've got you know a fire burning too hot over here like mm -hmm. this one takes that out of the picture so it allows you to you know focus on your trim focus on specials focus on your service um, and we had a, an amazingly smaller crew at Regals. You know, there's seven employees there versus I think 35 at, at Truth. Um, and you know, I I, I love cooking on the Buleys, and I mean, I still am at the new location, but yeah. it's different. You know, we're on a rotisserie now. Um, but over there, it was nice. I mean, we had three different pits, cooked you know different things on all of them. Always had space, um, and and had good people to work with. The you know one of the biggest keys I think to Russell's success is having employees that care um, and that have been loyal to him for a long time. And that's, you know, that's a combination of, you know, them being good owners, you know, yeah. allowing paid time off two days off in a week, which in the food world is almost unheard of. Yeah. yeah. It's a real weekend every week, you know, even if it's on a Monday or Tuesday, you know, things like that. Misty is one of the most giving people I've met, you know, anything you need. She was there to such you know, a, what a, stellar human i and i i didn't know her that well until i interviewed her recently and i'm mm -hmm. like oh like i just hit it off so and i just i love her she's so great that's yeah 
definitely a good person. And so that was that was really nice to come into contact with, you know, right away at Regals. Um, and I think after four months of working for them, they were like, hey, Fletch, you know, we're thinking about a second restaurant. We want you to run it. Um, so that was, I mean, that was, that was amazing. I was, uh, I was like, oh, wow. Like there's this, I'm not the only one feeling good about this relationship. You know, I mean, they, they valued me and that was, that was. And, and, and Russell's savvy, like, not that he's like this, it's that he, he understands, like he respects hard work and he respects dedication and yeah, right there that shows. I think. Yeah. He's, he's figured out his business and, and I mean, I'm, I'm as happy as anybody to be, uh, you know, helping him out with this next spot. So it's, well, when, when did you, but also too, weren't you instrumental in a lot of specials? Was that something that, yeah, that I mean, you, did you come to him and say, Hey, you know, I've got these ideas or was it something where Russell came to you? I, I've always it been was just, uh, everything with Russell is pretty laid back. He's a, he's a wing it kind of guy. You know, if you don't have a plan for something, don't worry, make it and throw it on the menu. <laughs> Get um, it done. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I mean, they had already been doing some cool specials before I was there. Obviously, the Ruben's been there for years. Yeah. Um, they'd cooked whole hogs before I was there, but I was just, uh, I was free to cook whatever. And so a lot of what I was, you know, doing creativity wise over there was taking some stuff that didn't sell the first day and repurposing it into, you know, the turkey katsu or, you know, chopped beef cheesesteaks. Um, and then they also allowed, you know, for if I needed to order meats in, I did, you know, whole head barbacoa tacos over there. Um, they were cool with it. They, they never said no. Uh, they said, throw it out there and see what happens. Um, huh. That's crazy. And then sausage too. Isn't that something that you guys? Yeah. yeah. So that's something that Russell and I worked on together. We went out to his good friend's restaurant, John Brotherton in yeah. uh, Round Rock, which is I mean, so cool to see growing up in Georgetown to have that good of barbecue within 15 minutes of my house. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised nothing's in Georgetown yet. But uh, but anyway, we we went out there to learn from Bill Dumas. Um, I remember awesome. seeing some photos of you guys there. Yeah, I think like yeah. one with like Russell like chilling in the back, just like mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah, that's a small room, so it was only like one of us could be learning and doing with Bill at yeah. a time. Um, and I was going to be the one, you know, making a lot of the sausage for us. So I was doing a lot of it. Um, and yeah, Bill, I mean, Bill uh, couldn't, couldn't have a cooler person, you know, be the face of a, a link of sausage. You know? <laughs> I know, like for anyone to be that. And, and he's, yeah. he's so creative just in general, like he's just a savant. And so it's interesting and he's got it and he doesn't hold back on his how he is as a person like exactly I, like I mean I, he, he i felt so free talking to him because some people you just don't know you know yeah. you don't want to offend somebody you don't want to tell a story that might freak them out mm-hmm. but that was what we did the entire day making sausage was to tell stories and and you know talk about the future talk about the past and wow. that guy's cool i mean that's yeah. all i got to say about him now my, my <laughs> one of my small dreams in my life is to hang out at his bar at his house and oh yeah yeah i see down there man that is a cool spot it's like a tiki bar of texas uh-huh. yeah yeah no he he we did an interview and he had like i think the phone right there and he had a beer and then he was just and it was like a green glow behind him and it was just yeah. like he could just talk for i could just like keep it on i was almost, like i almost want to do like a, a weekly chat with bill and just have him yeah. give me the the week's highlights he could he could sell barbecue out of that house no problem yeah for sure okay so you did so you did the sausage yeah, course but so it was also you know he's 
Russell's really good friends with John. And, yeah. yeah, so we were hanging out, shooting shit, telling jokes, you know, was there for two days because sausage making in Bill's eyes is a three-day process. Um, okay. And I mean, there's definitely a lot in those three days. But uh, so we took that back to Houston, you know, changed up the recipes a little bit. But the process is I tried to stick to, you know, what Bill taught me. I uh -huh. made sausage before, but it was pretty like, hey, we got to make 300 pounds of sausage. Let's <laughs> get it done, you know? Yeah. Uh, Bill was very, he cares about every single link. Um, and the fact that he doesn't get tired of it is inspiring because it's, yeah. it's not, once you're good at it, it's not hard work. It's just meticulous. Um, you can't rush anything. So yeah, we, we, we worked on sausages pretty early there. Um, and then eventually, you know, I was making a hundred percent of the sausage that was coming out of the store up until about a month ago when I moved over to Katie. Okay. Um, now Russell's been making some of it. I know he's been teaching a few of the guys in the back, but I mean, I, I learned to love it. You get into this flow state with sausage because it is, you know, a repetitive task, but not you'd throw a podcast in. I mean, I've listened to, I don't know how many hours, maybe a hundred thousand hours plus <laughs> uh of podcasts and this is my first time being on one so <laughs> excellent it's perfect yeah. well that's yeah. what they usually say it takes a hundred thousand hours of listening mm -hmm. to podcasts before you actually get to be on yeah, one. No, no i'm good at it right <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yeah if you've heard it no. like yeah. yeah comment below what you think <laughs> mm -hmm. no but that's mm -hmm. but we also too i, I want to uh circle back i hate the term circle back but i want to go back to uh the turkey katsu did you realize i guess i don't know if you read but it, it became something different than I'm sure you imagined. It was just a special probably. And then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the specials over there, it was just like, what do I want to make for myself and the team the next day, you know, and, and yeah. the turkey katsu is a good sandwich. Cause if you have a leftover turkey breast, chill it, fillet it, bread it, fry it. And then you've got what is the turkey katsu. And it's, I mean, there's nothing crazy going on with it. It's basically a, you know, a hot chicken sandwich. It's just mm -hmm. something that I craved, you know? Um, was it inspired off of another restaurant or one that you had gone to? No, in New York no, no, nothing, nothing specifically. I mean, besides the numerous hot chicken restaurants in town <laughs> that I thought were, you know, in every awesome. major city across the United States. Yeah. Yeah. They're popping up like, like none other right now. Yeah. Um, still, but, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a good sandwich. Still is a good sandwich. You know, I'm excited to get it out in Katy. It might be a little bit before we start doing specials. We still got a pretty small team. Should we talk about um, uh, Katy? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's uh that's been the focus of the last month of my life. I mean, focus of Russell and Misty's now for seems like five months, Yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was, you know, told early on, you're going to be the guy out there. So, you know, my, Brain was turning with a couple ideas for specials and whatnot mm -hmm. out that way and just the different clientele that we'd get out there as well because where we're at you know it's a lot of older folks on Voss um, people who've been to the restaurant for many years so they know what to expect mm -hmm. don't really like changes um, and out at this new spot I mean Katie is you know a suburb of one of the coolest food cities in uh, in America and what what they take pride in and you'll see it in that Kate, Katie Fort Bend foodies page. Like people are obsessed with checking out spots and, and telling people about it. So sure. I think, yeah, once, once we're, once we got the barbecue nailed, we're going to be doing, you know, quite a bit specials wise. Um, I know I was listening to that episode with you and Misty. I know she had said uh, all the specials every day. Um, oh, that was originally. And then I think in this, in the second, in our tour, 
she mm. dialed that back because yeah. you guys had to get a doctor. Well, no, yeah. but I think but you also, I, I could sense her enthusiasm. She was excited mm-hmm. because you didn't, and it was also unknown. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely going to be bringing that stuff to Katie, but in the meantime, we're, we're getting staffed up, getting people trained up, you know, and then eventually it'll happen. But I mean, the barbecue alone is, you know, what they've made their, their kicks off of and what we're planning on doing out there is, you know, being a classic local barbecue where you actually know the people working there. Um, the old restaurant, Bruce has been there for 19 years on the register, maybe even 20 years. Oh. And people love that guy. Um, and I don't know how to hire somebody like that. I don't know how to train somebody yeah. like that. I don't think we can, but I'm, I'm looking for him. I mean, and I'm trying to be that person, but I've got to cook and, you know, manage as yeah. well. So it's a, it's a little bit of a balancing act, but you, but know, you want to turn it into like the local barbecue. Yeah. For people yeah. So and, that when they can come back once or twice a week, they mm-hmm. see the same people and it's home. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of the, uh, you know, the, the, barbecue guys in houston like there's not many bars to sit at and we're gonna have an eight seat bar at the new spot yeah that's cool it'll be yeah it'll be a different environment than the old location but keep a lot of the classic regal's barbecue feel and and food alive there so have you guys figured out because in that the tour that she gave you'll you'll order at the cashier and then will it be taken Will it come to your table or have you, will you wait or how do you? So, yeah, we do have a number system going where we're, I mean, we're still writing tickets. We're not using the square system for printing tickets, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, when we've got heavy flow, we're going to have a couple of girls running tables for us. Okay, um, so few, few runners, yeah. yeah. When it's, when it's, you know, trickle in or just one or two people in line, like we'll, we'll still keep it. Hey, your food's going to be out by the time you're at the end of this line. Um, gotcha. So it's more of that personal connection. There's still a lot to figure out. We haven't, you know, we've had a couple of, you know, mock services, um, a couple of, you know, trial runs with things. Yeah, it makes sense. You have to do that for real. And they've gone, thankfully, very well. I mean, you definitely learn what you have to correct. But I've got a, you know, a small team right now. Not a lot of people who've even worked in the restaurant industry, but are willing to learn. And I'm willing to teach if you're willing to you know, to learn. I, are, I are you guys still, I don't know how many people get jobs off of this uh, podcast, but are you still hiring right now? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So spread the word if someone's listening and cause this will be out this yeah, week. So yeah. Yeah. Whether you're a barbecue guy or, you know, you just need a job at a restaurant. We, yeah. you know, if, if you care about what you do and if you want to even learn to care about what you do, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be there for you. Um, and that's kind of how I see my role over there is that you know, people complain about, oh, we can't find good employees, good workers right now. It's like, well, you know, half of that is on you and, you know, instilling that uh, work ethic and showing them what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's my priority over there. You know, I can cook food and I can, you know, be a pit master, but what we really need is somebody to, you know, inspire everyone to be at their best every day. Not just, you know, a couple the of whole staff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what days of the week are you guys looking like tentatively? Right off the bat, we're going Wednesday through Sunday. So we're going to have two days closed, which is, you know, the other location was a seven day a week spot. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the beginnings, you know, with lunch and dinner expected. Yeah. We're going to not try to sell out as much as the other location, um, just so we can push that dinner service and, and alcohol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely 
excited about it. I yeah, mean, I've, I've got a guy who worked with me over at Truth as kind of my right hand man right now out there. So he and well, I are good cool. outside of work. So it's it's been good so far. And how do you like that, Yuli? The I mean, it, it cooks a pretty similar product, puts a really nice bark on the meat. But working with you know vertical drippage is interesting because you can't have your briskets you know above or below chickens. So figuring out spacing has been a little bit tricky. I mean, Russell's already talking about, yeah, we're going to need a, you know, a trailer pit out on the back already. Um, <laughs> and we haven't really even served anybody, but, uh, but that's something that'll, that'll come with, you know, some, some cash flows we can build yeah, yeah. an outdoor pit room. I don't know if you've seen the location, but that, that back parking lot is, up, I don't know how many hundreds of spots there are, but it's. Oh, I didn't know. I haven't, I've, I've seen the outside. Misty yeah. sent me some photos of the outside, but I didn't see, and I saw the back where the, the wood was. So that's the back, right? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I'll, so I'll, I'll put some photos below, but then they, mm -hmm. yeah, but there is, that's oh, awesome. Huge parking area, um, which is, you know, the opposite of boss. I mean, there are some spots there, but they'd fill up pretty quick on a busy day. Yeah. Um, so our, our potential for, you know, keeping a big line is great. You know, inside the restaurant, there's a line that can probably hold, 50 people in it which is great when you have yeah. you know rainy days in houston hot days in houston cold days in houston so i mean the the restaurant itself has the bones to do what we need with it and that pit specifically you know can do a lot of volume it's just figuring out uh the cook right now because everything you know when you're cooking on a rotisserie pit everything basically is cooking at the same temperature you have two racks that have like a little bit of variance but you can't put different things on those racks because of the drip situation. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So eventually yeah. you probably will. Mm -hmm. But that'll be, it's, it's exciting. How are, yeah. you, are you excited? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. If I don't seem excited. This no, is you just, do. No, I just want to, that's what I throw out there. No, you do. Yeah. Seem excited. Yeah. I'm excited that. for it because I mean, the way Russell is, is, I mean, he's not throwing any pressure on me. He's just letting me be a leader, letting me do my thing. He knows I'm a good cook. Yeah. Um, he's letting me teach, um, and he's not stressed out. Oh, well, if we, if we can't do this or if we can't do that, like, he's like, we're going to do what we can mm -hmm. until we can do more. Um, he's a, he's a, he's into it guy at the same time as being a, a wing it guy. So we're going to rock with both of those from the start. And it'll be Wednesday through Sunday, Wednesday through Sunday, yeah. 11, 11 to eight, I think. Eight is I think I yeah. Know. Yeah, okay. we're going to have to do with that bar. Um, maybe Sundays will vary on that nighttime, but we'll see. Um, but if there's an, like an Astros game that runs late or something, you guys will stay up. <laughs> maybe. I mean, we are. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what is nice about the location, I know that Russell and Misty are closer uh, where they live. Yeah. I'm only 15 minutes away. So it's, that's, it's easy for me to get in and out of there. Um, and that's huge for Houston because everywhere seems like an adventure. Is it going to be weird for you to be away from Voss then? Uh, weird, yes, because of the, you know, the relationships with some of the employees I built there. You know, I really respect uh, a few of the people, I mean, all the people over there. But, uh, but you know, Bruce specifically, Goody up front, those guys are, you know, a two-man team up in the front. I mean, I'm going to miss the, I don't know, it just, seemed, it just has that like old Texas barbecue feel. Um, and we're doing something, you know, tr trying to keep that alive, but it's also new, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's going to be busier. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the plan. We're, we're planning on doing a lot more business and, and that's a part of my job as well. I mean, we're looking to go, you know, pretty hot and fast once it's open. So that's I'm really cool. Yeah. I mean, 
we've congratulations done. for that too. That's that's huge. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, I I didn't think that I would be in the position that I'm in just after a couple of years here because when I moved here, the only real barbecue experience I had was watching YouTube videos and cooking <laughs> on a Traeger. Like that is not what we do here. Well, that could be inspiring to someone that's watching this because yeah, it shows indeed. you know you work hard and you you had experience doing a bunch of different restaurant things, mm-hmm. but it also if you work hard and are passionate about something, you can succeed. And you've just got to like keep that goal in mind and be confident and go for it. Cause like yeah. somebody's got to do it, you know? Yeah. And if it's not you, someone else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and restaurants need help. So, they so do. yeah. If you can't get a restaurant job now, they're, yeah. you're not trying hard enough. Oh, and also too, I, I missed you had mentioned, and I don't know if this is something, if someone hasn't watched the tour, they, uh, if you want to order extra, you can go to the bar after you've ordered mm-hmm. previously. If you wanted to order something additional, yeah, you can go yeah. to the bar. And when you order a drink, you can mm-hmm. order that way too, right? Yeah. So are you guys doing yeah, that? Should be set up to, yeah. to allow that. And we're going to have some bar snacks as well. We're going to do nachos, uh, oh, you cool. know, pork belly burn ends, wings up there. That's smart. So, yeah, we're going to do a little bit more than, than what we were doing over at Boss just to appeal to that bar crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm I mean, excited to see how it plays out too. It's yeah, it's going to yeah. be successful. It's just going to be interesting to see how it works, like what yeah. and what you guys will what you guys will think. Maybe maybe we check back in six months or eight months from now and kind of get your you know. I'm sure it will be very different. How you were right <laughs> And I'll quote you. I'll say, "Here's what you oh, No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. But it's so good. To, it's so good to meet you for the first time. It's so nice. And, and yeah, uh, I'm, I, I'm super happy that you you know reached out. I mean, I. I didn't think that I deserved to get attention for barbecue, but it's nice. Uh, Me too. Feels cool to be in the community. So that, that's and that's the whole goal of, of what I'm doing is to share people like the personalities and people and their and backgrounds about. I, I just I just want to share stories. And now people, I think a lot of people, everything that I that I had heard about you, there's so much more, and and I didn't know about your journey to new hampshire and nebraska and it just that's really it's interesting and it's interesting to to hear your passion because i think that heading up a new restaurant in katie you know people will want to talk to you and be curious and so hopefully hopefully this will give i look forward to talking to them so yeah definitely awesome thank you